somebody shout hallelujah praise the lord beloved we are all welcome to episode 11 of the season 3 of biblical phonesis in the past three episodes we have examined knowing yourself as a leader knowing your leadership con- contest or situation and comparing yourself with your leadership contest in fact comparison of your leadership contest and your identity was the focus of our previous episode that is episode 10. In this episode we focus on adjustment. Adjustment in this episode close the loop on our attempt to shine the light on situational leadership. It, it is our contention that a Christian leader is a servant with credibility and capability to influence others in a particular context. Beloved, usually if comparison between the identity of a leader and the context is made, there may be a need for adjustment on the part of the leader. This is the focus of this episode. When leaders find themselves in a situation where they do not match the ministry context, adjustment is required. Adjustment is inevitable. Adjustment is mandatory. So you may ask, what necessitates this adjustment? Some of the things that may require the adjustment will include one, a slight or a minor to extremely poor fit to the military context when a leader compares identity with the military context. A major reason for the mismatch is often linked to a poor leadership selection process. Beloved, in fact, the literature reports that few churches know how to look for leaders or, better still, few churches know how to place their leaders. Fewer churches also know what to look for in a leader. As a result, they often make poor decisions in the selection process, especially when the Holy Spirit is not allowed to guide the process. Our central question for this episode, beloved, is... How should leadership adjustment be done when it is very, very clear, it is incontrovertible that adjustment is necessary? So how should it be done? And another question we should really attempt to answer or reflect upon is, what should a leader do when they find that they do not fit their current military context? When a leader finds that you do not fit your current assignment? either in a parish or in a big organization. So this is the central question of this episode. The leader, such a leader or such a person, myself inclusive, can consider three options. We start with option number one. Option number one is you must start from yourself. Prayerfully start from yourself. You must adjust your leadership style. When a leader... When a leader's style or value does not align with the leadership contest, the fellow should try to adjust the situation with the help of the Holy Spirit. You cannot do it alone. What should the leader adjust then? The leader can start by adjusting values. If, for example, there are mismatch between core values, you need to find out why is that mismatch. Do we have to engender corrective measure in form of teaching? Or we have to emphasize and develop core values like credibility and integrity. A leader can also adjust capabilities if you need to develop tools to make you to be effective in that particular parish or work assignment. 
a leader must do that without fail. Then if there are differences, varying doctrinal perspective, you have to allow the word of God to guide you so that you can adjust accordingly without compromising any godly principle. So one must know that adjustment, however, do not come easy. If you look at the three things I've just mentioned, core values, capabilities, and doctrinal perspective, adjustment can take from a few minutes and hours to, or to days to several months and years. Because the greater the discrepancy, the greater the gap, when you conduct a gap analysis, the more difficult the change will be. But it can be done if the will is there. And the Holy Spirit will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. The second option, beloved, is to change the context. The second option available to a leader needing adjustments to fit into a context is to change the situation or place of primary assignment. In this case, nothing is wrong with the leadership as practiced by the incumbent or the fellow. But every other thing is wrong with the parish, mission, or ministry. So, beloved, in this case, the leader should analyze what the problem is with the ministry and see how best to propagate corrective measure. Regardless of the number or severity of the problem that may be discovered, it is helpful for leaders in such situations, myself inclusive, to do the following. Number one thing, we must go on our knees. We must pray for the church and get the church praying for itself as well. This is very important. As clearly, quite clearly outlined in James 5, 16 to 18. James 5, 16 to 18. That says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. Why? So that you may be healed. For the church to be healed, we have to pray for each other. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. We need wonders in our midst. The church has to pray for get praying for each other. Pray for the leader and the leader pray for the church. Then there will be changes. After all, when we look at verse 17 to 18, Elijah experienced the same thing. Elijah was, a, was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly for that no rain will fall, Rain did not fall for three and a half years. And when he prayed again, rain fell. So the, the leader firstly must go to God in prayer in order to change that context and the situation and the problems. Number two thing that must happen, beloved, the second thing that must happen before the leader relocate or change the context is the leader must propagate and promote spiritual revival in that particular fellowship, in that particular parish. Spiritual renewal that will help the church rediscover the road to holiness as opposed to bickering. In Romans Romans, Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 8, we will note that it is important to break the power of sin in our midst. So, going through and taking the church through spiritual revival will eventually break the power of sin. Verse 1 of Romans 6 says, Where then should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? It's impossible. It will not happen. Grace will not abound when we continue in our old way of fighting, bringing, and 
scheming against one another. In any, when there is a big gulf between the leader and the follower, and sin is hiding somewhere. Verse 2 says, of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So there has to be revival. There has to be reawakening in that particular parish. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, when you look at verse 8, verse 8, no, let's say from verse 7 to 8 of that Romans 6, it says, For when we die with Christ, we are set free from the power of sin. The church have to know that everyone, every member, every member of the flock, the followership and the leadership are set free from the power of sin. Verse 6 says, And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. Jesus Christ must reign. Is Jesus Christ today and forever must reign in that parish in the mighty name of Jesus or in that fellowship. Number three point is we need to build up leadership credibility with the church and the secular world. People around us, people in the fellowship must see credibility, integrity, must see godliness, must see competence, must see courage in that leadership, in that particular church, in that particular congregation. Number four, we have to work on the ministry assignment to ensure that there's agreement between beliefs, values, and vision. Some of these things we have highlighted in this, in this season. So the third option, which is the final option, after option one and two have failed, is to leave the ministry season. Leave the ministry season. This third option is the least recommended but certain situations may warrant it. So we have to mention it. The third option available to a leader seeing himself or herself as a misfit in an assignment environment is to leave the ministry if option one and two fails. This involves moving out completely and allowing the Holy Spirit to direct one to a new beginning elsewhere. Why? For the greater good. Beloved, now let's conclude with key biblical promises, practical wisdom for the episode. Number one practical wisdom that we can take from our short uh, exposition on leadership adjustment is when a leader is a misfit in a contest, such a leader must adjust. You cannot continue doing the same thing and expect a different result. It doesn't work. It defeats rationality. Number two, adjustment in leadership placement can be internal or external to a primary place of assignment. I repeat, adjustment in leadership placement can be internal or external to a primary place of assignment. And the final biblical phrases. Leaders can make adjustments by changing how they lead, changing where they lead, and changing their outlook and leaving a particular ministry altogether. If the situation warrant it. Like I said a few minutes ago, this is the least recommendation 
but if the situation warranted for the greater good, so that the great commission and the great commandment are not compromised. The great commission making disciples of all nations are not compromised for the sake of the gospel. One may have to leave the entire ministry all together so that we all make it to heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. We all make it to heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. So, beloved, let us pray in this episode. Father, we are grateful for talking to us about being a institutional leader with credibility and capability in the last four episodes of Biblical Phronesis. Thank you for teaching us about leadership identity, teaching us about leadership context, teaching us how to make comparison, and teaching us when we make comparison and we discover a gap and a need for adjustment, how to do that adjustment. Lord Jesus, we pray for your divine help for everyone needing to make adjustment, including myself today in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone leading needing to make adjustment regarding that replacement, mighty Redeemer, come to our aid in the mighty name of Jesus. Direct our paths in the mighty name of Jesus. Direct our choices in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us succeed and not fail in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Church of God Restoration House online or on-site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phronesis, may the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.